Welcome to the You Can Tell the Children podcast, a place where sharing God's word with the next generation in your circle of influence can be simple, easy, and fun. We know that intentionally teaching children about God and the relevancy of His word will be a game changer in their homes, schools, and communities. This podcast is a ministry of Bible to School, the experts in engaging children with the Word of God. Together, we will make sure you can tell the children about the love of Jesus. Ready, set, let's go. Welcome to the You Can Tell the Children podcast. Thanks for joining us for episode six. I'm your host, Corey Pennypacker, and I am so excited to have on our show today movie producer, author, and fellow worker for the kingdom, and our friend, Alex Kendrick. If you don't know Alex, you're in for a real treat. Alex has a unique calling to share Jesus in the mission field of entertainment. After serving in church ministry for 20 years, he now writes, speaks, and produces Christian films with his brothers, Stephen and Shannon. Alex directed and co-wrote the acclaimed movies and some of my favorites, Overcomer, War Room, Courageous, Fireproof, Facing the Giants, and Flywheel. Alex is passionate about intentionally sharing the gospel with everyone, especially the kids in our circle of influence. Today, we're going to hear why Alex feels intentionally sharing the hope of Jesus is so important for children, and he'll give us some practical ways to do that. We'll also get a glimpse into not one, but two brand new Kendrick's Brothers movies coming out in September and October. You won't want to miss them. You can find today's show notes and resources just for you on our website, BibleToSchool.com. That's Bible, the number two, school.com. Let's join our conversation with Alex right now. Well, welcome, Alex. We know you are a successful movie producer and author and pastor. You're from Georgia, but tell us about your family. Our listeners want to hear about you. Well, I have been married to my wife, Christina, for 26 years. We have six children, two boys and four girls, and we love them. Our oldest, Joshua, is 22. Our youngest, Julia, is now 12. They are active, athletic. There's lots of music in our home, and so we love raising them. Of course, we have the common hurdles as parents, but we are praying for them, asking God to capture their hearts and minds and to help them grow in the giftedness that the Lord has assigned to them. And so we love being parents. We love our kids. And we have really enjoyed each stage of their life. And so even though there are difficult days being a parent, but there are so many blessed days of being a parent. And so it's been worth the journey. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, Now, you were raised in a Christian home, am I right? I was raised in a Christian home. My mother was a school teacher. My father was a minister. And so we had pretty good standards growing up. And my father led us in family devotionals so that we were nurtured in the word of God growing up. And I uh, enjoyed doing the same thing for my family and my children. Well, that's true. I mean, what we talk about here on the show is that, you know, parents, adults play a pivotal role in their children's lives and their children's spiritual lives. So you have a heart for the home, for inspiring people to mentor and talk about the gospel with their families. Tell me about your heart for the home. So your integrity, your character will 
primarily be evident in the walls of your own house. What you establish there will then blossom into the person you are everywhere else. So if I have a lack of integrity at home, that will end up spilling out in other areas of my life. So for me, it's important to have a strong home life. It starts with my walk with God, my marriage, and then my role as a father. You know, it's my job as a father to introduce and connect my children to God the Father through Jesus Christ, and then to help them to grow and to bloom in the areas God has gifted them. And so scripture says, train up a child in the way he will go, and when he's older, he will not depart from it. If you go back to the original Greek and Hebrew of scripture, I think that would be Hebrew in that case, it talks about the way God has given them a bent. You know, the Lord gives all of us a natural personality and inclinations for me. You know, he's made me a storyteller. For other people, they may be an organizer, a a server, a a pastor, you know, administration, you know, whatever he's given you that bent. And so for me as a parent, I want to help my children identify how God has designed them so that they can flourish in that manner. And so Uh, I love being a parent and all of that starts in the home. So I try to nurture my home life with the word of God and with love and direction for my children so that they will bloom when they get out into the world. Now you mentioned Storyteller. So I really enjoy your movies and I've told you that before. They're high level of entertainment. They inspire, they encourage, they point us to Jesus. Love what you do. Your parents must have nurtured creativity growing up. How did that become movies? So it came in an interesting way. Yes, God designed us the way we are, but growing up, we did not have a television for about eight years of my childhood. Wow. I would hear from friends the shows they were watching and always feel a little bit jealous that I wasn't watching some of the exciting shows they were watching, especially in the early 1980s the late 70s, 1980s. But what that made us do was be creative. Instead of just parking ourselves in front of the television, we would be creative. We would do our own performances and shows at home and you know, singing, sometimes a magic act that wasn't really magic, uh, <laughs> you know, just our own little plays, things that, that we could be creative at. And that really branded us with the desire to be creative ourselves. So that by the time that we did get a television and a video camera, those early versions of video cameras, we wanted to go be creative ourselves with storytelling. And so I actually am very grateful today that for those years, we did not have a television. (laughs) You definitely made the time work for you then. Absolutely. The Bible to School and the Kendrick Brothers are like-minded in our passion for marriages, for homes, and being intentional about sharing Jesus, and which is why you're here with me today. We really appreciate that. Why do you think it's so important for parents to share the gospel intentionally with their children? How easy it is for people to get off mission with their spouses and their parents? It is. It's very easy to get off mission if you're not careful. Life is difficult. Life brings a lot of hurdles. If we are not careful, we will spend our focus on our jobs, our employment. We will spend our focus on hobbies 
or on things that don't matter, even entertainment. We can fill our extra Mm. time with entertainment that doesn't always help nurture who God designed us to be. And so it is very important to be intentional about how you invest in your children, to love them, to nurture their identity as one that's created by God, to connect them to God the Father through Jesus Christ, who loves them more than you and I ever will. God knows our children better than we know them. He's the one that ultimately has gifted them and wired them the way they are. So for us to connect them in a relationship to the Lord is number one priority, or it should be number one priority. And so for us, we have to guard our time and and be very intentional about our free time, especially with our kids. Yes, I absolutely agree with that. When I got to see your, I got to screen your new movie coming up. It was quite an honor. Uh, So I would love for you to, and I loved it. And I would love for you to tell us about your next movie because it involves the walk that a father has with uh, his children and our father, God, with his children. We're releasing a documentary feature film called Show Me the Father. It's coming out September the 10th in theaters all over the country. And we follow five different stories of people who grew up in different circumstances with a different experience in a father. In one case, there was no father present in the home. In another case, there was a poor example for a father. He was not a good father. In other cases, they went through tragedy. And in in one case, it was a great father. But we want people to identify with, with one or more of these scenarios in hopes that they will then connect to God the Father, who is the only perfect father that will ever be. But when we were putting these stories together, interviewing people about their true life stories, I was stunned at some of the twists that came along with the interview process. And so when the movie came together, it has every bit of the emotion and surprise ending as any feature film that you might see. And I think by the end of it, people will learn more about God the Father and be able to really work through some of their own feelings toward their earthly father. Absolutely. And, and men do not realize the impact they have on the lives of their children and on other children. At Bible to School, we say that men volunteers, men small group leaders are 50,000 extra points because children just climb all over them. They're looking to, to drink it up when they're with other men. Has there been an influential man in your life? Yeah, so I I actually do have several. I would say the ministers that I've walked beside and really who mentored me in my early years, in my 20s, there was one named Mark Babin, Jim McBride, who really invested in me as a young minister that I would uh, learn the ropes quickly of what it meant to be a minister at a church, but also just ministering in general in life, not because I'm ordained, but just connecting with people. And so they were really important to me. Now, the first mentor I would say is my father, Larry Kendrick, who was present in my life and is still present in my life and, and introduced me to God the Father, introduced me to Jesus Christ, and really has been a model, and he's got multiple sclerosis. So I have watched him walk with God, even through his trials and hurdles, and to tell me what God has designed you to do, you can do, 
And so he was encouraging us, loving us, praying for us, and supporting us when we went into ministry and began making the movies that we've made. So I am eternally grateful for the godly men God's put in my life. Yeah, I can't think of a better way to show Christ's love, to invest in, when people invest in my children, I have three boys, men now, and the people that invested in their lives really matter. If someone was wondering out there uh, in our list, with our listeners about how to do that, what does that look like to invest in, in another child, in, a, in somebody else in your neighborhood, say, or in your school? So what I have done, I can tell you from personal experience, first, it's, it's reaching out, of course, in appropriate ways, but reaching out, introducing yourself and begin building a relationship in a safe environment. It could be in your neighborhood. It could be inviting them to church and then get, you know, putting them with people that are, they're comfortable around, but also being of an ear to listen, voice to, mm-hmm. to speak wisdom into their life, a slowly earning their trust and praying for them, having a prayer strategy for them, asking God to bless and guide them and being a blessing to their life. But also when they have your trust, introducing them to Jesus Christ. You know, when we have Jesus Christ in our life, it changes everything. When the Holy Spirit's working on in our, in our heart and on our life, it gives us a different perspective, a different filter, if you will, to process life. And so everyone wants to be loved. Everyone wants to be known for who they are. And so when you reach out with the love of Jesus Christ and then you're there for them, you're, you hear them, you seek to understand them, and then you lead them toward the one who loves them the most, that, that is the best way to do that. Very well said. Very well said. Let's pause right now and take a question from one of our Bible to School kids. Why am I here? As we've been hearing from Alex, it is so important to be intentional about pointing our children to Christ. When we answer our children's questions about why they're here or why they were created, it's to worship and serve our Heavenly Father. We can show the children they were created in His image and they can use their God-given gifts and talents for His glory. Take a minute and explore and celebrate your child's talents and abilities. Brainstorm a list with them. Help them to look for ways they can use their talents and abilities to worship and serve their Heavenly Father. That's why they and all of us are here. Alex, you know Bible to School, you know our heart, and we've been blessed with having you today on our podcast at You Can Tell the Children. What do you like about Bible to School? What is your vision for Bible to School and any organization that is reaching children? I was introduced to Bible to School there in Pennsylvania. I did not understand what the release time law was. For some reason, no one had ever introduced me to that concept. And when I learned that we are legally allowed, you know, following the the proper procedures, but legally allowed to work with public school students to introduce them to Jesus Christ, I was encouraged and stunned that more people are not taking advantage of this opportunity. And so seeing what Bible to School has done and is doing is extremely encouraging to me. I have now begun working with another group that is also doing the release time law because this is something that we have to support and spread. And Corey, as you know, 
more and more people are jumping on board with the Bible to School program that you have there, and it needs to continue to grow. When Jesus said, go into all the world and make disciples, it includes the areas that we're living around. And, and I think too many churches have believed that the public school was off limits. And this release time law and ministries like Bible to School afford us opportunities to go into public school in love and reaching out to them and demonstrating the love of Christ while we share the truth of his word. And as you know, kids are coming to faith in Christ. They're being encouraged. They're finding value in the one who loves them the most, and that's the Lord. And what greater example of love can we give to them than that? So I'm a fan of Bible to School and a supporter, and I want to see it continue to grow and blossom. Well, thank you. Um, but maybe there's some people that will never be involved in Bible to School, but they but they have children around them. Our listeners are everybody. They're, they're moms, dads, grandparents. People might be working, maybe Sunday school workers. What is your advice about telling them about God's love, especially men in light of your, your movies coming up? Well, first I would say it's always important that you and I have an ongoing relationship with the Lord. You know, when you are led by the Holy Spirit that takes residence in your own heart when you invite Jesus Christ to be your Lord and Savior, again, it makes all the difference. Your perspective, your values, your level of discernment and wisdom are all impacted by a personal relationship with Him. But once that is established and growing, it is for us to multiply. And when I say multiply, there are so many Proverbs and stories in scripture where the Lord says to share his love with other people, to introduce Jesus Christ to other people. Scripture even says that he that wins souls is wise. It is wise to share God's truth. So I have learned how to, in a simple form and a complex form, share the gospel of Jesus Christ. I can use John 3, 16. I can use the Romans road. And talking about that we're all sinners, we've all fallen, but God loved us so much, he sent Jesus Christ to die for us, to pay the sins, uh, the, the penalty for sins that we have by dying on a cross and shedding his blood, and that through faith in him, we can have a right relationship with God. Well, that's the most loving story and truth I could ever share with anybody. And so I can do so verbally, I can do so uh, writing, I can do so with acts of service to other people and lead them to a Bible-believing church. I can give Bibles out, as, as I have done, and introduce them to the Gospels that they can read. So there are so many aspects you can do to love people and introduce them to the Lord. You will never, ever regret introducing someone to Jesus Christ. You can also take them to a movie, like one of you your can. movies, like, like Show Me the Father. Tell me, though, I, I, before we end today, Tell me, show me the father. And then there's another movie coming out right after that. So you're doing your first documentary and then you're doing something else special. Can you tell our, our listeners about that? It's exciting. So show me the father comes out September 10th. That's our newest movie. And then on October 15th, October 15th, we are re-releasing the movie Courageous, but it is not the movie that you remember. We have gone in, re-edited it, added some new scenes and a brand new ending that happens 10 years later. So you will see how all of these fathers and their families turn out 10 years later. So it is an expanded version of the movie. 
It is actually a better quality version of the movie with new shots, new music, new effects, and a brand new ending. So though it will look familiar, it will be very fresh to audiences. It's called Courageous Legacy, and it comes out October 15th in theaters everywhere. You can go to CourageousTheMovie.com to learn more. So those two movies, Show Me the Father on September the 10th and Courageous Legacy on October 15th. And again, both of those have to do with fatherhood and sharing the love of Christ with another generation. So we hope that people will check those out. I definitely will. I'm, I'm taking my family there uh, opening weekend, so you can guarantee I will be there. We'd love for you to end us in prayer, Alex, and we just so appreciate you being with us. So will you pray for our listeners and all our people that you can tell the children? Yeah. Lord Jesus, we thank you and we love you. We acknowledge you for who you are. Lord, we ask for guidance and blessing to continue to expand these ministries. I pray a blessing over Bible to School, that you would bring more workers, more volunteers, Lord, more resources that they can continue loving these students and sharing Christ with them. I pray for more areas to pop up with these types of ministries that take advantage of the release time law, where we're allowed to go into public schools and invite students to, to the gospel of Jesus Christ. At the same time, God, we ask for you to expand our, our ministry platforms, that we can draw more people into the kingdom, that we can reflect your truth, love, and hope to a world that desperately needs it. So, Lord, we ask for wisdom and guidance. I ask that you would even right now stir the hearts of people to get involved, to learn more about Bible to School or learn more about the release time law in their areas, in their neighborhoods. But, Lord, above all, that you would draw us to a closer relationship with you. And Lord, that you would be glorified with who you've made us to be, that we may honor you in all that we do. We love you, Jesus. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I really enjoyed our conversation with Alex. How about you? To find out more about Alex's new movies, Show Me the Father, opening September 10th, and Courageous Legacy, opening October 15th, feel free to go to our show page. You won't want to miss seeing these movies. If you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and share it with a friend. Don't forget to subscribe to the You Can Tell the Children podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We release a new episode every Tuesday. Connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. And as always, you can explore starting a Bible to School program for your public school. Reach out to us through our website, bible2school.com. Next time, we'll hear about how Bible songs can play a big role in our children's faith walk and how one radio host is making a difference with her show, The Kids Cookie Break. Join us next week to hear from Lisa Landis, who's going to share the top 10 favorite Bible songs of all times from her show. You won't want to miss it. See you next time.